Life is complex. Join us for the simple gifts of wisdom, love, and delight in the written word. Paradise Lost by John Milton Book 9 Lines 733 through 989 Eve, alone, rationalizes her response to the tempter. He ended, and his words replete with guile into her heart, too easily entrance one. Fixed on the fruit she gazed, which to behold might tempt alone, and in her ears the sound yet rung of his persuasive words, impregnated with reason, to her seeming, and with truth. Meanwhile the hour of noon drew on, and waked an eager appetite, raised by the smell so savory of that fruit which with desire, inclinable now grown to touch or taste, solicited her longing eye. Yet first pausing a while, thus to herself she mused, Great are thy virtues, doubtless, best of fruits, though kept from man, and worthy to be admired, whose taste, too long forborne, at first assay gave elocution to the mute and taught the tongue not made for speech to speak thy praise. Thy praise he also, who forbids thy use, conceals not from us, naming thee the tree of knowledge, knowledge both of good and evil, forbids us then to taste. But his forbidding commends thee more, while it infers the good by thee communicated, and our want. For good unknown sure is not had or had, and yet unknown, is as not had at all. In plain, then, what forbids he but to know? Forbids us good? Forbids us to be wise? Such prohibitions bind not. But if death bind us with after bands, what profits then our inward freedom? In the day we eat of this fair fruit, our doom is, we shall die. How dies the serpent? He hath eaten, and lives, and knows, and speaks, and reasons, and discerns, irrational till then. For us alone was death invented, or to us denied this intellectual food for beasts reserved? For beasts it seems, yet that one beast which first hath tasted envies not, but brings with joy the good befallen him, author unsuspect, friendly to man. Far from deceit or guile, what fear I, then? Rather, what know to fear under this ignorance of good and evil, of God or death, of law or penalty? Here grows the cure of all, this fruit divine, fair to the eye, inviting to the taste, of virtue to make wise. What hinders, then, to reach, and feed at once both body and mind? So saying, her rash hand in evil hour forth reaching to the fruit, she plucked, she ate. Earth felt the wound, and nature from her seat, sighing through all her works, gave signs of woe that all was lost. Back to the thicket slunk the guilty serpent, and well might, for Eve, intent now wholly on her taste, naught else regarded. Such delight till then as seemed in fruit, she never tasted, whether true or fancied so, through expectation high of knowledge. 
not was Godhead from her thought. Greedily she engorged without restraint, and knew not eating death. Satiate at length, and heightened as with wine, jocund and boon, thus to herself she pleasingly began. O sovereign, virtuous, precious of all trees in paradise, of operation blessed to sapience, hitherto obscured, infamed, and thy fair fruit let hang, as to no end created. But henceforth my early care, not without song, each morning, and due praise, shall tend thee, and the fertile burden ease of thy full branches, offered free to all, till, dieted by thee, I grow mature in knowledge, as the gods, who all things know, though others envy what they cannot give. For had the gift been theirs, it had not here thus grown. Experience next to thee I owe, best guide, not following thee I had remained in ignorance. Thou openest wisdom's way, and givest access, though secret she retire. And I perhaps am secret, heaven is high, high and remote to see from thence distinct each thing on earth and other care perhaps may have diverted from continual watch our great forbidder, safe with all his spies about him. But to Adam in what sort shall I appear? Shall I to him make known as yet my change, and give him to partake full happiness with me? Or rather not, but keep the odds of knowledge in my power without co-partner, so to add what once in female sex the more to draw his love, and render me more equal, and perhaps, a thing not undesirable, sometime superior. For inferior, who is free, this may be well. But what if God have seen, and death ensue? Then I shall be no more, and Adam, wedded to another Eve, shall live with her, enjoying, I extinct. A death to think! Confirmed, then, I resolve, Adam shall share with me in bliss, or woe. So dear I love him, that with him all deaths I could endure. Without him, live no life. So saying, from the tree her steps she turned. But first, low reverence done, as to the power that dwelt within, whose presence had infused into the plant sciential sap, derived from nectar, drink, of gods. Adam the while, waiting desirous her return, had wove of choicest flowers a garland to adorn her tresses, and her rural labor's crown, as reapers oft are wont their harvest queen. Great joy he promised to his thoughts, and new solace in her return so long delayed. Yet oft his heart, divine of something ill, misgave him. He the faltering measure felt, and forth to meet her went, the way she took that morn when first they parted. By the tree of knowledge he must pass. There he her met, scarce from the tree returning, in her hand a bough of fairest fruit, that downy smiled, new-gathered, an ambrosial smell diffused. To him she hasted. In her face excuse came prologue, an apology too prompt which, with bland words at will, she thus addressed. Hast thou not wondered, Adam, at my stay? Thee I have missed, and thought it long deprived thy presence. Agony of love till now not felt, nor shall be twice. 
For nevermore mean I to try what rash untried I sought, the pain of absence from thy sight. But strange hath been the cause, and wonderful to hear. This tree is not, as we are told, a tree of danger tasted, nor to evil unknown opening the way, but of divine effect to open eyes, and make them gods who taste, and hath been tasted such. The serpent wise, or not restrained as we, or not obeying, hath eaten of the fruit, and is become not dead as we are threatened, but thenceforth endued with human voice and human sense, reasoning to admiration, and with me persuasively hath so prevailed that I have also tasted, and have also found the effects to correspond. Opener mine eyes, dim erst, dilated spirits, ampler heart, and growing up to Godhead, which for thee chiefly I sought, without thee can despise. For bliss, as thou hast part, to me is bliss. Tedious, unshared with thee, and odious soon. Thou therefore also taste, that equal lot may join us, equal joy as equal love, lest thou not tasting, different degree disjoin us, and I then too late renounce deity for thee, when fate will not permit. Thus Eve with countenance blithe her story told, but in her cheek distemper flushing glowed. On the other side Adam, soon as he heard the fatal trespass done by Eve, amazed, astonied stood and blank, while horror chill ran through his veins, and all his joints relaxed. From his slack hand the garland wreathed for Eve, down dropped, and all the faded roses shed. Speechless he stood, and pale, till thus at length first to himself he inward silence broke. O fairest of creation, last and best of all God's works, creature in whom excelled whatever can to sight or thought be formed, holy, divine, good, amiable or sweet, how art thou lost! How on a sudden lost, defaced, deflowered, and now to death devote! Rather, how hast thou yielded to transgress the strict forbiddance? How to violate the sacred fruit forbidden? Some cursed fraud of enemy hath beguiled thee, yet unknown, and me with thee hath ruined. For with thee certain my resolution is to die. How can I live without thee? How forego thy sweet converse, and love so dearly joined, to live again in these wild woods forlorn? Should God create another Eve, and I another rib afford, yet loss of thee would never from my heart? No, no, I feel the link of nature draw me, flesh of flesh, bone of my bone thou art, and from thy state mine never shall be parted. Bliss or woe? So having said, as one from sad dismay recomforted, and after thoughts disturbed submitting to what seemed remedy-less, thus in calm mood his words to Eve he turned. Bold deed thou hast presumed, adventurous Eve, and peril great provoked, who thus hast dared. 
had it been only coveting to eye that sacred fruit, sacred to abstinence, much more to taste it under ban to touch. But past, who can recall, or done undo, not God omnipotent, nor fate. Yet so perhaps thou shalt not die. Perhaps the fact is not so heinous now, foretasted fruit, profaned first by the serpent, by him first made common, and unhallowed ere our taste, nor yet on him found deadly. Yet he lives, lives as thou saidst, and gains to live as man, higher degree of life, inducement strong to us, as likely tasting to attain proportional assent which cannot be but to be gods, or angels, demigods. Nor can I think that God, creator-wise, though threatening, will, in earnest, so destroy us his prime creatures, dignified so high, set over all his works for us created. Needs with us must fail, dependent made. So God shall uncreate, be frustrate, do, undo, and labor lose, not well conceived of God, who, though his power creation could repeat, yet would be loath us to abolish, lest the adversary triumph, and say, Fickle their state whom God most favors, who can please him long? Me first he ruined, now mankind, whom will he next? Matter of scorn, not to be given the foe. However, I with thee have fixed my lot, certain to undergo like doom. If death consort with thee, death is to me as life. So forcible within my heart I feel the bond of nature draw me to my own, my own in thee, for what thou art is mine. Our state cannot be severed. We are one. One flesh, to lose thee, were to lose myself. So Adam, and thus Eve to him replied, O glorious trial of exceeding love, illustrious evidence, example high, engaging me to emulate. But short of thy perfection, how shall I attain Adam, from whose dear side I boast me sprung, and gladly of our union hear thee speak, one heart, one soul in both? whereof good proof this day affords, declaring thee resolved, rather than death, or aught than death more dread, shall separate us, linked in love so dear, to undergo with me one guilt, one crime, if any be, of tasting this fair fruit, whose virtue, for of good still good proceeds, direct or by occasion, hath presented this happy trial of thy love, which else so eminently never had been known. Were it I thought death menaced would ensue this my attempt, I would sustain alone the worst, and not persuade thee. Rather die deserted, than oblige thee with a fact pernicious to thy peace. Chiefly assured remarkably so late of thy so true, so faithful love unequaled, but I feel far otherwise the event. Not death, but life augmented, opened eyes, new hopes, new joys, taste so divine, that what of sweet before hath touched my sense, 
flat seems to this, and harsh. On my experience, Adam, freely taste, and fear of death deliver to the winds. Tis the gift to be simple, tis the gift to be free, tis the gift to come down where we ought to be, and when we find ourselves in the place just right, twill be in the valley of love and delight. When true simplicity is gained, to bow and to bend, we will not be ashamed. To turn, turn, will be our delight, till by turning, turning, we come round right. <laughs>